Blog Talk Radio. Baruch Hashem, this is Mark Lichtenwalter coming to you live from Memory County, Utah. Uh, it's been about almost two years since I did my last podcast on this program. I wanted to talk about what the uh, the updates are and uh, what I've been doing over the last two years um, and my new show. So this particular program run through Blog Talk Radio and put out on iTunes has received a lot of traffic, which has been good, and I'm, I'm happy for that. Um, but I feel that if I start a new podcast uh, with Mormon in it, that in the title, that I will have more uh, audience from Mormon people, which is my direct audience that I'm trying to reach. So... Uh, I will not be doing, well, I might be doing some more uh, podcasts on this particular uh, format, but anybody who wants to find my other podcasts, which are not in iTunes yet, I'm still building up a small uh, amount of programs before I push them onto iTunes, but you can find the links at uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Mormon fundamentalist and also on my pages on Facebook I have a couple of different pages but I post mostly in Zion's Redemption bookstore and on my page Church of the Living Messiah that's Church of the Living Messiah also on my groups I run uh, several groups Uh, I actually run four groups, but uh, I post mostly in LDS Last Days Prophecy and Gospel Discussions and also LDS Gospel Mystery. They're open groups. You do not have to join to see what is going on in those groups, but if you do want to comment on any of the posts, uh, you do have to join, which uh, I put it. I allow anybody to join. I don't care uh, what their beliefs are. Uh, although if they do begin to cause a disturbance, uh, vulgarity and name-calling and argumentation, whatever, tension, uh, I just won't have that on any of my, uh, any of my groups. Anyway, I'll, I also do uh, School of the Prophets lectures on faith and teachings of the prophet Joseph so anyway over the last couple years um, so I guess I should say what uh, for people who uh, have listened to this program you will know that I stopped podcasting around August of last year I continued making videos at my YouTube website, which is youtube.com forward slash user forward forward slash God is my compass, and you can see those videos, uh, you know, by going to that site, 
Um, I also have that does not uh, exist any longer. Uh, yeah, I did that for a couple of reasons. One, because web.com decided to uh, charge me 570 something bucks, I think it was, uh, for, I believe that was for two years, but that may have just been for one year. Um, I simply just do not have that kind of money. I don't make any money doing any of these podcasts. In fact, I have to pay money uh, to do them. So, uh, unless I just do the, the short 30 to 45 minute programs, which is what I'm doing now, actually on both web, uh, both of my podcasts. Um, but I just I don't make the money. I don't make. I don't ask for tithing. Uh, I do run a church called the Church of the Living Messiah, as I quoted before. Uh, but I don't take tithing. Um, I don't take offerings. Um, I do baptize people. We do ordinances. Um, I do have a church patriarchy set up, which is basically myself as president of the church, uh, another person who is the bishop of the church, who is a direct descendant of Newell K. Knight, and also Samuel Schaefer, who, is, who was my patriarch. I excommunicated Samuel Schaefer in August of 2017 for apostasy and uh, because I received a direct revelation, a thus saith the Lord revelation to do so, which was really sad for me because I was told not to have anything more to do with him, which I'm glad now looking back uh, because uh, of some things that he was doing, which he is now in prison for. Um, he, uh, I, I baptized, or I didn't baptize him. Frederick baptized, or well, his name is uh, Samuel Warren Schaefer, but he likes to go by Frederick. Anyway, so uh, he baptized a guy by the name of John Colthorpe and John, and Frederick started getting really deep into strange doctrines. Uh, you know, talking about Hitler being a prophet, which I do not agree with, <laughs> uh, flat earth theory, whole bunch of propaganda, just really strange stuff, going after Norse gods uh, like Odin and, and all of these strange gods of Greek mythology and other uh, pagan ideas. Anyway, um, I uh, severed them from the ordinances, both of them, excommunicating them from the church. And uh, I kept telling Frederick, um, Sam, you know, hey, John is a Judas goat. Um, he's, you know, he doesn't, it doesn't, the stuff that he's talking about doesn't have anything to do with the redemption of Zion. He wanted to reinstate, uh, like, death penalties, uh, Torah, the Torah stuff, and uh, which is strange because Frederick received a uh, translation through the use of seer stones um, for the Book of Lehi, 
And in the book of Lehi, it talks about how uh, King Josiah, when he found the the Torah scrolls in the temple, and this is all history, uh, well, this part isn't known as history, but uh, Josiah and his priests decided to add a whole bunch of things to Torah that were not originally part of the Torah or the law that Yehovah gave to Moshe or Moses on Mount Sinai. So he added a lot of things. So we were going through Torah trying to understand, you know, which ones were true and which ones were false. Uh, things like, you know, you shall not wear wool and, and linen in the same garment at the same time, kind of strange stuff. And, and just there's a whole bunch of things like, you know, any rebellious children, you have to stone them to death. Um, you know, there's all these things that we just don't agree with. We don't believe that they were part of Jehovah's original law. And we believe that Yeshua or Jesus, who that's what his uh, Gentile name is, or that's what the Gentiles call him, but his name is Yeshua. Uh, you know, we believe he kept Torah perfectly. And when the woman caught in adultery was brought to him, he did not stone her because God does not delight in the murder or killing of his children. Even the even they who are um, are disobedient uh, up until a certain point. Of course, he sent in the uh, you know the Israelites to destroy the Canaanites because of their gross wickedness, because they were killing babies, uh, sacrificing to Baal and Ashtorah and other things like that. But So we just, we just, I don't believe that, um, that the 613 laws are all legitimate. So anyway, but uh, John got into Frederick's head and was basically steering him around, and they started a, a group called Knights of the Crystal Blade, which uh, they did it behind my back, and then I found out about it, and I asked, hey, can I, you know, know what's going on here, and they were really secretive about it. They didn't want me to know about it. Um, they said it was just a Masonic order. This is something that they were doing. So at the time, they were living up in Provo, Utah, we were living in Spanish Fork, and uh, we I was delivering mail for the post office to Carbon and Emory counties in Utah, and I like it down here. Plus, I was down here for 10 hours a day, and I thought, you know, I'd like to be able to sleep in my own bed and at night or in the you know in the day, daytime because we delivered the mail. But the mail. I had to pick up the mail in Emory County, Utah at 3.45 every day. I'd get up to Provo after going to nine different post offices and picking up mail for 13 different post offices, uh, which all of the mail in Carbon County was uh, brought to uh, brought to the uh, Price Post Office. And I would I'd pick up the mail in this box truck uh, for... Uh, Emory and Barron, Clawson, Orangeville, Castledale, Huntington, Cleveland, Elmo, and then go to 
to uh, a price, and then I would have to unload that truck and load up a semi-truck with all of prices, East Carbon, Sunnyside, Schofield, Helper, Wellington, and I think there may have been a couple of other post offices. And then I would drive over the mountain to Provo to the distribution center. I'd get eight and, and be off around eight eight thirty. And then from eight thirty to until two thirty in the morning I would be off. And uh and then I'd have to go back and load the truck and head back to Price and then go back all the way down to Emory by six in the morning. So um I wasn't getting my complete ten hours off. Uh sometimes I was able to get in before uh, six in the morning, so I could get my 10 hours off. But on days that were uh, heavy mail volume, like on Mondays and Wednesdays, I just I couldn't do it. And so I kept complaining about the um, I kept complaining about the you know the schedule and how I'm being and if I didn't pick up on time, I'd get written up by the post office, and I would tell them, look, I can't, I can't do this, you guys need to change the schedule, I can't just sit here and be illegal all the time just because you guys want me to pick the mail up at a certain time, so, and that seems like a minor thing, but at the winter time, uh, during the Christmas season of uh, 2000 and 16, uh, I was just overloaded all the time. In fact, they had to put another truck on this route, and I would have to, to try to deliver everything in the box truck to the Emory County Post Offices, and there were times when I would have to uh, to deliver to Elmo and Cleveland and Huntington and then go back to Provo, I mean not Provo, but to Price to pick up the rest of the mail, and I wasn't getting done until like 10 in the after, or 10 in the a.m. or 9 or 10 in the morning, and then they expected me to be back in uh, to pick up the mail in Emory at 3:45. Yeah, and uh, they keep track of that through these scanners that are GPS, and they're on a phone system, so they know exactly where you're at, what you're doing, with whatever. Anyway, so I, I was being threatened to be written up all the time, uh, even though I wasn't able to take my proper time off to sleep. And so I just got burnt out. And then in January of 2017, uh, there were blizzards like crazy going up over the top of Soldier Summit. And I I wasn't like... I, it would take me an extra hour or two sometimes because the blizzards were so bad, having to chain up and having whiteouts, drifting snow, and then just freezing to death trying to deliver all the smell. You know, I was only in the truck for a little bit, and then I would be on a dock that wasn't, like, fully enclosed and no heat. And anyway, so I just got completely burnt out. Um, we moved to... Um, Emory County and in um, August, right around the time I stopped doing my program. So the post office, I worked for, uh, I contracted through a company called Maxway Trucking, which delivers the mail for the post office. 
and uh, I was told that if I moved down here, they would close down the apartment that we slept in, which was in Farron, Utah, and I would be able to, uh, you know, when I got done up in Provo, I would be able to go over to the Provo apartment and sleep there. Well, after we moved down here to Emory County, Maxway Trucking decided that they didn't want to honor what we had agreed to, and they told me I couldn't sleep there. So I'd go over to Frederick's house or go over uh, Sam's house or whatnot and um, try to sleep there a little bit, and I'd try to sleep at home a little bit, and I was ridiculous burnt out. So anyway, since we moved down here and couldn't just leave, break our lease for the rental of that rental house, uh, I quit my job at the post office and started driving a coal truck. And this job, I have to work a lot more than I used to to make less money. I was making twenty six eighty six an hour before. Now I make 18 bucks an hour, which is ridiculous, but this is the job that I had available to me. So, so anyway, I drive a coal truck now, and I've been burnt out for a long time, but over the last couple of months, we've gotten laid off twice, which is equal to about um, maybe about 10 weeks of unemployment. So um, I was able to rest up and, and whatnot. And so I still do my radio, I mean, my video, like YouTube videos and Facebook videos, but I just haven't been doing podcasts for, you know, these last two years. Well, um, when I came back on to drive coal truck, they stuck me with another guy, which meant that I had to limit my time. So I'm not driving as much as I used to, which really hurts me in my pocketbook. But we learned how to live on a lot less money while I was laid off. So anyway, uh, so I do the radio programs now, which are the free ones, which are 30 to 45 minutes long and not the two to three hour ones that we used to do. So I'm uh, going to start every night. Uh, when I can at 11:30 at night to uh, you know to do these Mormon fundamental or fundamentally Mormon podcasts, which uh, you can find at blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Mormon Fundamentalist. And right now we're reading a book called Pamphlets by Ogden Kraut, which goes through. Um, a whole bunch of really neat pamphlets that Ogden Kraut wrote. So uh, that's what we're doing now. And, you know, the reason why I use Ogden Kraut's books is partly because I'm friends with Kevin Kraut, his son. Ogden died several years ago, over 10 years ago. And um, I never knew him, but I had read his books. And then I became friends with Kevin Kraut and he allows me to read his books on my radio program. Uh, you know, and he puts them on this website, OgdenCrowd.com, where anybody can read them for free because he just wants the information to get out there, and so do I. So I, uh, you know, give commentary, my personal opinions, and I also talk about my experiences with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and visions that I've had and whatnot. And you know that if you've listened to the radio program before. So... Um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm just uh, 
I, I start work every day at 5.30 p.m., and I drive until 11.30 at night, and hopefully if I can find a place to pull over and I'm safe, I do the radio program. Uh, we do have a call-in number for that program if anybody wants to listen. Um, you know, and uh, you can also find, uh, you know, if there's any changes in the future with that program, uh, if you follow me on Facebook or friend me on Facebook, um, you know, I'll post, you know, the details on each upcoming show for anybody who wants to participate in the program. So, anyway, that's what I'm doing these days. Um, oh, I, I did want to talk about the Church of the Living Messiah. So, we never have had weekly meetings in the church. Uh, we do baptisms. We do ordinations. Um, we do uh, endowments different uh, second endowments and second anointings and all these types of things. But uh, I basically tell people to, uh, you know, continue going to the LDS church and just don't talk about me because if you're, if you're getting baptized by me and they find out, you're just going to get excommunicated. That's how they are. So anyway, but just to be a light in the groups, and if you uh, feel you can't be in those groups, then Denver Snuffer and Adrian Larson are doing some stuff too. I mean, there's plenty of options for LDS believing Joseph Smith uh, type people to, you know, to do. And so um, we actually, my wife and I, we actually go to a Pentecostal church in Price just because we love the atmosphere. And even though we several other doctrines that they they do, we love the pastor and we love the people there. And I'm, my wife loves to, you know, go donate her time there and we've become, uh, you know, very familiar with these people and we love them. And the pastor doesn't know exactly who I proclaim to be, but he does know... Uh, and I'm allowed to talk at the this Pentecostal church. In fact, they welcome my my opinions and my thoughts, uh, just because I'm so well read in, in the scriptures. Uh, and that, you know, Christianity doctrine, which I believe needed a restoration, of course, because I believe in Joseph Smith. But you know, we just. Uh, we uh, we attend that that church, and then we also uh, occasionally attend the Peterson Group or Gerald Gerald Peterson Group, which is um, the church is called the Righteous Branch or the Righteous Branch of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints out of Tonopah, Nevada. But they have a branch which Benjamin Schaefer uh, is over in Spanish Spanish Fork. So. We also meet, uh, we go and meet with the AUB, uh, which is another Apostolic United Brethren, which is another fundamentalist group. And then we're trying to meet with uh, Kingston's and other other fundamentalist groups. And a lot of people don't realize there are a lot of different fundamentalist groups, and there are a lot of different types of fundamentalists. So you've got fundamentalist people that are in the LDS church that just don't raise their head up so people don't know who they are. But, you know, we do because independent fundamentalists are pretty tight-knit with each other. Uh, so, you know, we, we have friends that are LDS that are fundamentalists and we have uh, 
friends that are in different groups. We don't have a lot of friends in the FLDS, the Warren Guests group, because they are so um, protective of each other and very weary of, of anybody outside of their group. So, uh, But we do talk with them from time to time as well. So anyway, but um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what Sam and John were doing. So uh, John and his wife were getting a divorce, and I'm not exactly sure the details because I delivered them over to the buffetings of Satan in August of 2017. But apparently in September, the judge granted her custody, and I think I'm getting some stuff mixed up, but anyway, the judge granted her custody of the children, and John decided that he was the Lord's anointed or something, and he decided that he wasn't going to obey the judge's orders. So uh, Amber Alert went out, and the kids were eventually, or John was taken into custody, I think in November of last year, and then uh, Sam somehow had the kids. Not exactly sure how that all went down. I guess his parents were involved in it too. Anyway, so come to find out, for some reason, John and Sam decided that they needed to be sealed up or sealed to a woman or to a female. So, and this is like they went off completely off the deep end. I, they never talked about this stuff when I was uh, friends with them. Um, I always knew that John was a Judas God. I never liked him. I, I uh, had conversations with him from time to time, but... Anyway, so uh, come to find out that they decided that John's daughters, our daughter, I think she was nine, would be sealed to Sam, and Sam's daughters, which were like, I don't know, four or five, and like maybe nine, eight or nine, uh, would be sealed to John, well, the older one would be sold to John and then so they like did this strange child bride stuff and apparently John had sex with or broke the hymen to still consummate the marriage anyway so the government found this out and there's another guy that was involved in it too with, with the youngest daughter and it's just a and it's sickening and Forty-one years to life in prison. Um, John just pled guilty to a bunch of stuff recently. I think he's in Manti. I'm not sure exactly where he's at, but um, he hasn't had his sentencing yet. So you know things are just really screwed up. And when they went off the deep end, a bunch of the people who followed me stopped talking to me. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I did other than just teaching the gospel, but uh, they kind of went with Sam. And then Sam did what he did, and now everybody just, like, took off. I mean, I don't know, you know, we don't have fellowship with any of our regular members that we had have fellowship with before other than just a few who, uh, you know, would call into the program from time to time. So, yeah, that's, that's the craziness that's been going on in my life. I've had a 
uh, interview with uh, newspapers and radio shows. Um, and I, my name got dragged into it because a lot of uh, Frederick or Sam, Samuel Warren Schaefer's uh, prophecies and revelations were on my website, The Kingdom of God or Nothing. I think we had like 60,000 hits in, in like a couple of weeks, which was just ridiculous. And then we had a lot of people commenting on our, our stuff uh, and like threatening me with uh, death and calling me a pedophile, even though I've never been implicated in anything. I don't do. I I had no idea that that stuff was going on. Um, I in fact I told I kept telling Sam I said you know because um, he was just talking about like these death penalties and tour and stuff, just way off the deep end kind of stuff, and I was like. You know, that is not going to help Zion be redeemed. We need to obey the laws in the land that we live in. And if God decides to allow these people to be destroyed, he'll use the wicked to do it, and we will not participate in that program. And he just wouldn't listen. And he was getting all these really strange revelations uh, and translations um, the one that I found most amusing was uh, this translation about Nazor, the eternal bird god, and how the eternal god, the first and eternal over all other gods, was really uh, a bird. And it was just really, I mean, just way stuff out there, wackadoodle, bat crap crazy, just nuts. And so I just, uh, I, I was done with it. I, I, you know, plus, like, I tried to tell him, you know, hey, you know, in the in the New Testament, it says that we should try the spirits uh, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. And, and I would try to talk to him and say, look, this is how you receive revelation. This is how you get confirmation of the Holy Spirit. So you can know that the source that you're getting these revelations from is right. And he just, he said, well, I'm just going to put it out there and people can figure it out for themselves. And I was like, you're, you're going to become a prophet of Satan if you do that. You know, because one thing, when you have a gift of, of revelation and seership and all that type of stuff, you get revelations from both sides. And most of them are you know, still quiet voice of the Holy Spirit. And some of them are really great. I mean, some of the visions I've had are like, it opens up in front of me and it's like being in another place. It's awesome. And then and then my, uh, my you know, time when I've been with the Father and the Son and the Spirit, you know, and the Holy Spirit's just like ridiculous, overwhelming. And then uh, when I saw the Father and the Son face to face back in 2003, it was overwhelming. Plus, it wasn't a spirit, it was me being in the flesh and the presence of the Father who also has a resurrected body, that scripture, that God is the spirit and we must worship him in spirit is completely ridiculous. It's uh, not understood what that really means by the Christian world. God is has a spirit, but he also has a resurrected body, same as his son, because our Father our Father, over this earth, was a Savior on an older earth. 
so but people that don't understand the the uh, people that don't understand the progression of the gods don't understand these type of things I don't know what to tell you you know but anyway with Sam and and um, John you know they are right where they need to be and I feel sorry for them I feel sorry for their little girls and you know but they did it to themselves and I haven't had any contact with them since November. Uh, They contacted me once and wanted to come over to my house right before everything fell apart for them, right before they got taken into custody, which I didn't know anything about what was going on. But they wanted to come over to my house, and I told them, nope, God told me not to have anything more to do with you, and I will not have anything more to do with you until you repent. And that was the last I heard from them like a couple of days, maybe a week later, uh, somebody called me and said that, you know, they had arrested John and, and Sam. They're looking for Sam because he's got the girls. And, oh, it's, just been, it's been a big mess. So anyway, with all of that negative publicity and everything that's happened, you know, I shut down the website. Didn't have the money for it anyway. And because uh, I've been on unemployment on and off, and and uh, you know that's what's been going on. So I wanted to do an update. Like I said, you can find my new radio program at blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Mormon Fundamentalist, or find me on Facebook at Mark Lichtenwalter. Uh, you can also find my pages, the Church of the Living Messiah on Facebook and Zion's Redemption Bookstore on Facebook. And then, like I said, the YouTube videos are youtube.com forward slash God, or forward slash user, forward slash God is my compass. And, um, or you can just type in Mark Lichtenwalter or Messiah Ben Joseph on YouTube. So anyway, uh, thank you for continuing to listen to my radio programs that are all archived at Blog Talk and also on iTunes. We still have, uh, we had 26,000 listens in the last year, which uh, isn't a great, uh, isn't what it was when I was going live with over 100,000 downloads. But we're, you know, we're still a force to be reckoned with, and, you know, people are still learning through the radio programs, which I'm very thankful for. Like I said, 26,000 downloads in the last year. And uh, we're going to start making new ones, and I have to take a 30-minute break every night, so I just take off 45 minutes instead of 30. And we, uh, my wife and I usually read uh, a little bit, you know, for 30 minutes, and then we wrap it up in the last 15 minutes. We do have a phone line open for people to call, but usually people don't call. And then I post uh, everything along with everything I've read in my groups, like on uh, LDS Last Days Prophecy Discussion or LDS Gospel Mysteries or Science Redemption Bookstore or the Church of the Living Messiah. So, anyway, I'm driving a truck right now, and I'm getting to the place where I got to deliver, and I'm almost out of time anyway. So, thank you, everybody, for your support. Thank you for listening to these programs. 
and uh, hope to see you out there on Facebook and YouTube and, uh, you know, call in when, when you want. And uh, thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Uh, I might be making some shows on this one, but we're going to probably uh, ramp it up to an hour on the LB, uh, the uh, Mormon Fundamentalist Program or Fundamentally Mormon. And uh, just thanks for everybody and all your support and everything. So anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Take care, everyone. Baruch Hashem. God bless.